GBC Podcast number 18. I'm Courtney Weiss. I'm Shane Blankenship. All right. How do you know? Great question. It's a great question, and I'm sure you actually don't really like it. Uh, it's, uh, it's not a great place to start, but, but tell, tell them how we got to this question. Okay. So how do you know that when, you know, you want something and you're asking God if it's also in his will mm-hmm. that, I mean, how do you know? Like, he doesn't just, like, come down and say yes. Yes, Courtney, that's exactly what I was thinking for your life. You know, I mean, like a lot of times you just sort of think it might be what aligns with it and you go and then you figure it out as you go. And if you have a runaway mind like mine, you're constantly (laughs) saying, how do I know? Yeah. So what we want and what um, what we really need, I think, sometimes are two different things. And that's that's not helpful at all. I'm just uh, this is context. Um, But as far as what we what we want or what we say that we want in the moment is often um, it's not the right place to start. That's the, that's the best way I know to to explain it, which, again, I know that's probably not helpful when you're saying, well, how do I know if this is God's will or not? No, I think it's great to know that's not where we start. So tell us but that's where, we, and that's where we always go um, because we want to know. Here's what we're really asking um, or here's what we're really saying when it comes to, well, how do I know if this is what God wants? It's what we want. We already know that. You're there, like a little child being like, can I, can I, can I? Yeah, it, it's, it's what we want. And we're just trying to figure out, God, can you support this? God, yes. can God, would you help me with this? God, would you be with me? Because I, you know, I follow Jesus enough to know that I don't, you know, I, I don't want what he doesn't want, but I really want this. And I'm hoping. Can I get away with it? Yeah. It's so, like conviction right here. Which is, which is why I'm saying it's the wrong question to ask. It's the wrong place to start. You know, is this God's will? Um, it's, it's just a bad place to start. So what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 6 is seek first the kingdom of God and all these things. And he had just gotten done with a list of things that people worry about or things that um, are have mastery over people's lives. Um, Distract. The, yeah, things yeah that are distractions um, in so many ways. Um, but there are things that we run after. There are things that are necessary, like, um, uh, you know, uh, for, for good reasons. I'm trying to provide for my family, and so I'm chasing after, you know, a job or um, a promotion or, you know, more income or whatever, and we justify it for good means. So Jesus gives all these things. You know, don't worry about what you will eat, what you will drink, what you will wear, which we're in America. Most of us don't worry about any of those things, but we worry about all kinds of other things. You know, you know, first world problems or whatever. We have all these other things that we do worry about. And yet Jesus says, your heavenly father knows that you need all that. Your heavenly father knows everything that you need. So here's what I want you to do. Seek first his kingdom. His kingdom is always a reference to his rule and his reign. Always. So like any, any kingdom on earth is a realm in which a king is ruling or reigning. So the kingdom of heaven is a realm in which God reigns and rules. The kingdom of heaven in our heart, the kingdom of heaven in our in our heart, in our mind, in our heart, in our lives, right? Um, his reign, his rule over our life. That's that's seek first his kingdom, his righteousness, his way. And everything else that you are worried about or that we have a tendency to chase after or we're wondering, God, are you, is this your will or not? It says it'll be given to you. Like, you won't even have to ask the question anymore. Yes, especially don't ask the question 
what was the question? The, is it right or how do I know? How do, how I, do know? I know? Yeah. Hey, can you break apart the scripture that we talked about earlier that was talking about the um, like what his he has in mind for your life versus what you have in mind? Yeah. Because so, so there's a passage that gets quoted all the time, and it's that God will give you the desires of the heart, or yeah. God gives us the desires of our heart. And it's a reference to His love and um, and His grace for us, and that's that's absolutely true. But well, we we just put the emphasis on us because that's what we have. Again, it's how do I know God that this is Your will? Because really, the emphasis is always on us. But that's not that's not how that passage ought to be interpreted. God give um, God's going to give us the desires of our heart. Well, this is what my heart desires, so that means God's going to give it to me. No, right? It's from God. Yeah, God gives God gives us the desires of our heart. Like we make. We make desires of my heart the emphasis and that God's going to give us what we want. But the, but the reality is, is that God is giving you the desire. Like he is putting his desire in, in your, your heart. heart. But that doesn't just come automatically. That also comes after seeking him first. That comes that, you know, your desires change, your appetites change, your, you know, what you're running after, what you're, what, what you live for. Like all that begins to change when you seek him first. And so the closer you are in that relationship with your Heavenly Father, that face-to-face time with Him, not just, you know, spending time with God first thing in the morning, although that's absolutely important and I would recommend it. It's a great daily practice. But it's it's certainly that. You know, start your day with prayer the way Jesus said to pray. I mean, absolutely. Start your day with that. It's a great thing. But it's also seeking His desire in your heart and mind, right? Mm-hmm. It's, also, it's also, you know, Him taking that precedence and that priority in your life not just checking a box for a moment and when that happens then we easily under like i don't even have to ask god is this your will i'm just going to trust that i'm moving in that and you are carrying me in that and if 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 it's if it's part of it you're going to bring it my way um and if somehow the enemy got in there or i got my own way by his grace he's going to work it for my good but do we see and i think it's important here especially because of what we talked about last week, but how our thoughts, which are from Satan, we talked about that mm-hmm. last week. So, like, the very question of, you know, it, is this, shoot, what's the question? What, is it is it what you want, God? Yeah. You know, is, yeah. is, is it right? Thank you. How do I know? I don't know why. <laughs> I just like I say it all the time. But, I mean, like, that very question really and truly could be from Satan because isn't that him sort of trying to get a foothold, like, trying to distract you a little bit with worry. Sure. I mean, it absolutely could be. Um, and if it's if it's not, it's, sometimes it's just us, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, But it absolutely could be the enemy at work. Here's the thing. The enemy works against people who are committed to his plan, to God's plan for our life. Yeah. Right? So, um, you know, and I... It's not that he doesn't work in other uh, other areas. I mean, I think there's evidence of the enemy being at work in people's lives. But where you're going to find the most work is is keeping people from God. You know, so Jesus says the enemy um, seeks to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just you because he doesn't like you. It's it's the work of God in your life um, to destroy God's work, to s- destroy God's plan, to keep you away. Um, from what God created you for. Like, that's the focus of the enemy. Um, and so even the enemy, it really is God-centric and God-related. It's just, I'm going to work against it. Um, I'm going to intentionally work against it instead of working forward or submitting to it. Whereas we are created in his image and called to be a part of what God, you know, the plan and the purpose he has for our lives. So to be active and at work in there, um, 
yeah, the, the enemy is going to come against it. And then in our own selfishness and, you know, just because our natural tendency is to sin anyways. I mean, that's that's part of the created design. Um, sometimes I wonder if we're just asking the question or if it's the enemy asking the question or whatever. It's Ultimately, it's just the wrong. Or like, ju- like asking the question so that you can kind of justify what you really want. Yeah. But I guess that's really still from Satan, right? A little bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like absolutely. I mean, I think. Um, I like the whole good versus evil, you know, and it's just it's kind of like, have you ever listened to like a podcast from one of those great speakers? That's like, why don't you call the voice in your head like a really annoying name, like Gertrude? Like, <laughs> Shut up, Gertrude. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I really like the idea that there's something evil out there trying to pull me away from advancing the kingdom mm-hmm. of God because it makes you want to be like, oh, no, oh, no, 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 you know. Yo, I think, well, I, so I wouldn't argue with that at all. I mean, yeah, the, there is something evil out there um, that is pulling us away from what God wants to do and his work in our life. That That's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree with that at all. Sometimes the enemy's not at work. It's just us. Yeah. Um, and I think that's important um, to remember. And, and so here's the enemy, um, the devil, or you know, whatever, Satan, whatever name we want to give him um, or it, the entity that the, the Bible speaks of, that Jesus himself speaks of, whatever name you give him, he's not God. So God is omnipresent. He can be all places at all time, in all hearts, in all minds, in you know, physical, like he can be everywhere because right. he's omnipresent. He is also omniscient, so he knows everything. He's all-knowing. The enemy is not. not. So the enemy, the, you know, the big one, Satan himself, the devil, no, I'll be at one place at one time. Right. Um, no, can he? His helpers, though, right? Can spiritual, he's a spiritual being, so can he move from the United States to Iran to Russia and in, in instance? I don't, probably, I don't know. Um, but, but there's only one. The, the demons, mm-hmm. um, which are those fallen angels and Satan is one of them. He's just the chief of them. Um, same, same thing. Now, I don't know how many there are. Are there a hundred thousand? Are there a million? Like, I, I don't know. Um, but however many there are of them, they, they're limited in time and space. Um, just like we are limited in time and space, um, in that they cannot be everywhere all the time. They do not know my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, they can plant thoughts. I was going to say, but they, but yeah. they, they can certain, but they're not in my head. Okay. Um, so they don't, they don't, they don't know what I'm thinking. Um, but the enemy is, is very observant. So we can watch our habits, our patterns. Mm-hmm. Um, they, if you're a warrior, they know you're a warrior. Absolutely. Yeah. They know how to tempt you. Well, and I think it's really helpful with if we're thinking about what's inside of our mind um, to constantly combat it with what we know the truth is. Absolutely. Because have you noticed how when you do start worrying or you start thinking something negative, you start thinking like I'm a child of God and this is what God wants from me. You know, you start mm-hmm. speaking truth and all of a sudden it's like they just like shrink away. Yeah. You know. Yeah, absolutely. It addresses those things and, and uh, that's the power of being close to God. That's mm-hmm. the power of 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 having his presence active and working in your life instead of coming into him in those oh crap moments. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with going to God in an oh crap moment. You absolutely should. Every day. But you sh- like that shouldn't be the only time. No. Nope. Um, and that's not to preach to anyone, um, but it, it shouldn't like it, you're called to so much more than that. Mm-hmm. It can be so much more than that. Well, that was good. I think that was really insightful. Well, I, I don't know if it's insightful, I but I, I, it I don't know if it'll stop anybody from asking the question, well, how do I know? But I'm telling you right now, it's, it's the wrong place to start, and it's the wrong question to be asking. Um, really, the place to start is start right where Jesus said and seek, seek me first. 
Um, and if you will do that, if you actually give it a go, give it a go. Yeah, <laughs> like, seven give days. It, seven yeah. days. We'll come back to you next week and we'll ask you. Yeah, and start from there. And it, it, it'll change things. Um, I think that sometimes it's fine to ask, hey, God, is this what you want? Mm-hmm. Um, but just be careful about asking God, is this what you want? Because you're really trying to get him on board with your desire. Oh, so convicted, preacher. Thank you so much. And let us know what you ask in your prayers, if that's where you start, and if we've helped you today. Have a great day, everybody. See you guys.